Alright, y'all. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. We live. Shit, man. What's up, y'all? We back at it. It's a No Question Podcast. We be here for what? Episode 7, y'all? Yeah, episode 7 for sure. Talk about the success. Seven, bro. So we're gonna call this shit Get Rich or Die Trying. Bro, like Ronte said, we're talking about defining success this, this week. So the thing about this topic is it ain't really that heavy, but it's still got a potential to get to get deep, you know, at certain points. Uh, so with that being said, we we just gonna jump we just gonna jump into it. So first question. How y'all define success? What success mean to y'all? Success for me, and this Ronte speaking, the success for me is making enough money to the point where I can take care of my family and just not being able to just provide stuff that they want. Like, I don't, I really only need to be able to provide like necessities. And if somebody goes like to the hospital for emergencies and stuff like that, I just don't ever want my family to have to be like, damn, we, she can't get this surgery because we can't afford it or anything of that facet. Yeah, I'll, I yeah I agree with that. Success is success to me. Adding on top of what Rante just said is me also meeting any type of personal goal I may have set starting in my undergrad career. So that's back in 2013. So yeah, on top of being able to provide not any needs, not only needs but any like extracurricular stuff like let's take a random trip somewhere, like being able to do stuff like that, but also just being able to sit back at the end of the day and be like, them goals I set six, seven, eight years ago. I would like to say that I've met these goals and I'm achieving them and I'm working in the field I want to work at or have the type of life I want to have and have the wife and with the qualities I want to have. My kids are doing this, they're in good schools and I'm able to provide a better life for them which I, better than what I've had. Um, so those are like personal goals. If I say, I say that if I'm able to meet all of those, I would definitely decide that or define that as me having a successful life or being successful. Okay. Because that was gonna be my follow up. I was gonna ask if how much of uh, success has to do with with money or, or like wealth or like your finances or some shit like that. Uh, I think it, it just depends on the person. Cause yeah, it depends on the person. Yeah, cause I don't, I don't like one of my goals wasn't set out to be extremely wealthy. Like I wasn't like, oh, I want to be a millionaire. Would that be nice for sure? But like. I'm definitely content with having a high paying five figure, low paying six figure job. Like, no matter what they said, but as long as I'm able to live comfortably and I don't have to worry about bills, and like Ronte said, if I have like some type of emergency, worrying about if I'm going to be able to cover it the next month or whatever, as long as I can handle all that stuff comfortably without having to stress and have, not having to make a GoFundMe or whatever, <laughs> I'm straight. I don't need, yeah, I don't need that. So, so is it everybody just want to be comfortable? Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, is it possible for you to die successful without a dime in the bank? So, because um, I was going to kind of piggyback off what Jew was saying on that last question. Because, like, my goal, like I said, my goal kind of sounded like success for me almost sounds like it's financial, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's amount of money. But it, not necessarily, right? It only kind of ended up that way because of how America's set up. Really, my goal has always just been to take care of my family, take care of my family. It just so happens in our country, the way you take care of people and your family, but you need to have money. That's really how you do it. Had it been something else, then, you know, like say I had to like fight for my family to survive, like it would have been that, you know what I'm saying? But so um, 
yeah, I think I could definitely die and still feel successful. I've done a lot. Like, I don't feel I'm not. I don't have too too much money now. I'm, I feel like I'm pretty comfortable. But I feel like as long as I've met like expectations of my family, not necessarily saying I had to follow in the footsteps that they intended for me or what they expected, but you know, sir, you know what things make your family proud, and you know which roads to go, which paths to go down. So. As long as I feel like I went down the right path and whichever path I chose, I excelled in and I put my effort and time into it and I received fruits of my labor, then I feel like I could die and be be happy with that. I just mm-hmm. want to be free in my mind. And I know sometimes the money come with that. Your audio a little low. Uh, hey, dog, your audio low. My bad. Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So... Yeah, I was just saying, I just want to be free in my mind. And I know money sometimes makes people feel a little more free. But them people will be saying, money don't make you happy. I, I disagree with them. Yeah, money can make you happy. I, I feel that. For me personally, success is, because I've always prescribed to this notion that we were put here for a reason. Like we all have a, our, our individual purpose. Like to however we're supposed to affect the world or incite change on the people around us, I think we're only successful when we've lived up to to achieving whatever that purpose was. Whenever we fulfill that purpose, that you know, either God or whoever you deem your religious, you know, leader, you know, whatever purpose that person or you have set for yourself to have on the world you're not really successful until you achieve that. So for me, it ain't really got shit to do with funds. Of course, y'all know me, y'all, y'all know I like clothes and shoes and shit, but as far as, you know, collecting those things or, you know, those don't really necessarily contribute to my success or how 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 I feel about where I am in terms of my, my career or success. My success only comes when I can say that I've achieved whatever purpose I was put here on this earth to achieve. So, like, I, like with, with that being said, I could die with, without a dime and still feel like I was successful. So, what about... I disagree with that premise. Um, you said you disagree? I, yeah, because I feel that. like in the black community in particular, a lot of people say that. But it's like success to me is not just about what you're able to achieve yourself, but it's about what blueprint you leave behind for other people to be able to follow follow what you did. Now, if that's so your like, purpose, I mean, if that's part of your purpose is to leave something but I behind, feel, then but I feel, and you achieve that, then you're successful, correct? Not necessarily. I mean, I get you. I mean, the question was asked: Could you not have a dime in the bank and still be successful? Oh, and so me, if you. When you, when you say leave something behind, it has to be monetary. It could be monetary. It could be, um, I mean, it could be monetary. It could be, uh, what you call knowledge. it? Knowledge. Uh, knowledge. It could be business acumen. It could be a lot of different things. I mean, but I'm saying that. So what would money then have to do with that? Because I feel that the current, I mean, and again, this is just commentary on American society. I think that money doesn't equal happiness but money provides you the mechanisms to be able to get and pursue the type of happiness that you want because i think that in certain senses you know 
why do people pursue financial independence and financial freedom? Because that gives them the opportunity to devote time to stuff that they want to do, not that they have to do. We have, as I mean, and I'll speak for myself, I work because I'm trying to pay my bills and make sure that all my needs are met. But at the end of the day, I hope to get to a point in my life where the things that I need to do and the things I want to do are one and the same. You know, it's like, so I'm not going and working for someone else so that I can make my ends meet. If it's actually the opposite, I'm hoping that I can go do what I want to do, get paid what I want to get paid. And at the end of the day, I don't feel like I'm going to work to work. Right. And at the end, and then ultimately right. through having, and then ultimately through having a family, being able to explain to my kids, like, look, don't go to school just to get a singular trade. And that's the only aspiration you have in life. Because there's a lot of specialized workers out here who just are career nine to five folks. Okay. It's like, so be able to figure out ways to advance yourself so that at some point you can break that cycle of having to punch somebody else's clock. I know that's very cliche and a lot of folks that like pyramid schemes and shit tell people that, but I feel like that's the thing in our community when we talk about financial literacy, it's not just about understanding credit. It's about really understanding how to liberate yourself from that cycle of consumption that America puts us into. Well, you know, I mean, well, I, mean I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think my main my main point was that y'all know I like nice things, but my ability to ascertain those nice things has nothing to do with how I view my success, how I, or how I've achieved my success throughout my life. Right, and um, just another point on top of that too. Just this is the only point that I agree. This is the main point that makes me agree with the fact that I can die without die without a dime in my pocket and still say that I've lived a successful life is because. I'm just looking at my parents, for example. So they're both of their parents, my grandparents, both of them lived in Section 8 housing their entire lives. Mm -hmm. They And they passed away with literally, bro, like they own nothing. They own no property. My grandma was just living off Social Security checks. And to me, I would definitely define their lives of having successful because they was able to uh, provide and parent a house of 10 children that went on to have children, which are such as myself and my cousins, successful kids. So I feel like it's more important to me to pass on knowledge than be able to say I pass on wealth and avoid my child not having to be able to punch a clock. But because I feel like it's more valuable that my child knows how to go out, be a hard worker, how to get it on their own and not to ask someone for nothing than me being able to say, yeah, I created a savings account for you that has $100,000 in it. So when I pass away, that's all yours. I feel like that's more uh, more valuable. And I would definitely uh, deem my life more successful if I'm able to do that, bro. I can die with three dollars in my checking account. If my kid has the proper morals and values and has the knowledge to be able to know how this is how I need to go out and go get it, and this is how the world works, and this is how I need to move in society so that I can provide for my family, bro. I live a successful life. I don't care if I die in a so, mansion. That's like that song. Oh, that broke. I'm sorry. I know you heard that song. The game, what a game is like. You, something like you're successful when your kids' upbringing is better than 1, yours. One thousand percent. So shit yeah, like that. Yeah. On that most recent. You need money to do that. Yeah. So, Drew. So to what Drew? So I'm gonna play like devil's advocate on this. So Drew, you said yours is more about like passing off knowledge and on it. One thousand percent. Can y'all still hear me? Yeah, I can hear My you. My bad. Man. A call had came in. I thought it broke me off. So, um, 
so you said like passing off that knowledge to your kids and if they you know use that knowledge for their own lives and for their own success you would feel successful but what if all your life you have been teaching your kid i don't know just say something like you've been teaching them about finance and like right I don't know, whatever you chose to teach your kid, but he took a completely different route with that knowledge. Or maybe he didn't apply it at all. Like you did all you could, you mm-hmm. said you were teaching, and it seemed like he was really into it, but he just mm-hmm. took a whole nother route and he didn't apply any of the knowledge that you gave him. And he has no mm-hmm. money that because you didn't leave any money behind either. Do you still think, mm-hmm. would you still feel successful? Well, that's twofold and that comes into perspective. That depends on the person. Me personally, I would say no, but I wouldn't blame someone that would say yes. So let's say there's a parent in that situation where they feel like they're providing everything that they could for their kid, a house, a roof over their head, food in their stomachs, clean clothes, knowledge on the do's and don'ts, and their child still deserves, like you said, to go down that path of my, my mom or my dad or whoever gave me this knowledge and I'm still deciding not to use it. If you deem that, if you feel like you're successful just because you gave that kid that knowledge, then 100%, I can, you can argue that you had a successful life because it's like, at least I gave you the knowledge, you know? And what you do with it is up to you. Or you can um, in turn say, maybe it's something on my end that I didn't do or I didn't stress enough to say, yo, this is what you need to be doing. Me personally, I wouldn't feel as if I lived a successful life because like maybe not only did I not give you the knowledge and stress enough to say, this is how you need to move, but Maybe I didn't notice those. I didn't push you. Maybe yeah, I didn't put you in the best position to capitalize on those. Maybe things. I didn't even notice the signs of the way that I'm trying to give you this knowledge. You're not receiving or you're not receptive of it. So maybe I need to give it to you in another way, which you can be receptive and show you, hey, instead of, you know what I mean, going out and this is just an example. Instead of, you know what I mean, going out and hustling, selling drugs or whatever, and you feel like this is a better way to get money than the way I'm teaching you, maybe I need to stress to you the cons of selling drugs what happens yeah you bring in more money quickly but what happens if you get caught everyone's not only your life but your kid's life because you're not gonna be there to provide for them so i so you feel like it's always the parent's fault if the kid no nah, your kid doesn't come no 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 because i feel like that's a whole other conversation but i feel like it's 50 50 in terms of your upbringing on who influenced you in your life decisions just as much as my parents instilled in me the do's and don'ts on how to move in my life my friends do that does that as well like you say, the, the I would say low key that in, in some ways the parents' it, fault. It, it is kind of the parents because like because part of being a parent is not just teaching. It's about understanding how your child mm-hmm. receives knowledge. So it's like there's some kids out there that receive knowledge through learning the hard way. Are they limit testers? And there's some kids you would just sit them down and rap with them like we just talking right now on this pod, and they just and they get it. So it's like as a parent, I feel like it's on you to be able to understand how to connect with your child so that you're able to explain to them what they need to understand and what they need to know because if you talking to them like we rapping and they really need to see practical like hands-on application of what you're trying to teach them you you ain't never gonna reach them and it's 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 like you know that's still teaching but that's still teaching each kid learn different but you're still teaching but i'm saying but i mean i'm i'm agreeing with you dog but i'm saying that the parent has to figure out figure out what yeah, that does become part of the parents job right and i think that's where a lot of parents fail across all races bro, is just realizing like the way that you teach your kids or the way that you learned it's and not, the way you grew it's, like, not it's not yeah, yeah. Bro, it's not you can't copy and paste that bitch. yeah it's, it's, I mean, or even, or it's even part just of your like, job I as think, a parent bro like to learn you have it's a learning process for you as well while your kid is learning what you're teaching so them you're learning bro. your it's child. so intuitive it's so 
it's so hands on. Like you don't. Of course, there are some there are some periods where you got to turn your kid loose and let them explore, let them fuck up on their own. But for the most part, you have to follow up with that comprehensive. Okay, this is what happened. This is what you did wrong. This is what you're supposed to do, and this is why. But I think that there's lessons. There's lessons in that in in the failure as well. That it's like I mean, for me personally. I'm not one of those folks that's like, I'm gonna just go let my kid fuck up. Yeah. It's, I'm a, I'm a, well, yeah, the important thing. I, extent, yeah. I, I mean, to, I mean, for me, the thing w- was at least what my folks taught me was just consequences. So if I chose to do something outside of what they wanted to do, it's like, all right, I mean, you grown, we can't tell you what Let's to see. do. Yeah, but like you said, but if the shit, like but said, the shit the, come the collapsing down, don't run. There are people who will go out there who want to see, who want to see, you know, how bad can this get? Right. <laughs> that shit crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I just, I feel like to me, uh, and, and I mean, may, I mean, the quote was said in Black Panther and it was made from, you know, the dude, um, T'Chaka talking to Chadwick Boseman's character, but I think it's gender agnostic when it comes to parents. I think a parent that doesn't prepare their kids for life after the parent is no longer there failed in their responsibility as a parent. Mm. That's, that to me is the standard of excellence that I, that I hold anybody to with raising a child. I want my kids to be able to say, if my kid is saying I don't know what to do because my dad's not here, then I fuck right. Up. And that gets back. And that gets back to my point. One is a parenting is a very nuanced situation. We're kind of getting. Like, I don't want to get too far off, but yeah. in terms of success and in terms of being successful, I being successful. If my kid like goes down the right path or not, parenting is super nuanced. So like, like now I'm saying you gotta you're gonna constantly see the line of do I want to overstep and overreach, which can lead to your kid hiding stuff from you? Cause like, I can't tell dad anything. Cause he's always want to, you know what I mean? Dip into my business and tell me what to do where he was 20 in 2018. I'm 20 in 2040. There's two different times. So you gotta kind of have your, gotta, you kind of gotta let your kid go out there and learn and kind of experiment and see what the world is going to receive and how it's going to react to his action based on the current state of the culture and society. But you also, like the furry said, you don't want your kid to just stray too far without you, you know what I mean, doing some parenting. So that's like the nuanced part of it. But like, I don't know, but like I, me personally, and it's like I said, success is always perspective. But me personally, as long as I feel like I've equipped you with the tools to the, what the furry said, when you face a situation that you have my advice in the back of your head, I live a successful life. Now, what you do with that advice is on you. You're a grown man at this point or a grown woman at this point. As long as I feel like and I feel comfortable with, I equipped you with the tools to know what to do and the right thing to do in this situation. I feel like it was a successful life. There's no way you can fail. Yeah, there's there's no no way you can can fail because at the end of the day, I can't control a grown man or a woman. That's true. Yeah, I mean, as long as I gave you the tools to make the right decision, I kind of agree with both of y'all. If I if I've equipped, if I've done everything I can to give my kid all the tools they need to be successful, and they're not successful, then there was nothing more that I could do. But that doesn't mean I'm gonna. I'm still gonna feel personally like I felt my kid if 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 they still didn't come out the way that I would have I would have liked them to. And I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna use this uh, this topic just to sort of because we 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 on track, but we all track a little bit. I'm gonna tie in one of these points and I'm gonna circle back up uh, to the ones that I dropped in the chat. So, what things in y'all life do y'all feel like have prepared you? Or have you used to prepare yourself to succeed? Failure. What things what things in your life have prepared you or have you used to prepare yourself to succeed? Failure for me. Failing at stuff. Those are things that you've used in your life. Mm-hmm. Failure, because I'm a big proponent of 
I use losses, failures, uh, not being able to and meet I, goals that I set my, what are you about to say? And I asked that question because all of us, all of us in here are relatively successful without a whole lot of trial and error. Right. Now we still, we still relatively early in our lives, but I think I can say confidently that each of us are at a point where we are in our, in our young adult lives, where we, we doing pretty well for ourselves. So I think a lot of people would be interested in knowing what things we use to sort of get where 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 we are. Okay, I mean, I I'll say I'll say for me, I I just use the fact that I didn't see a whole bunch of people that looked like me in the things I wanted to do. Like, I mean, when I was growing up in, in my neighborhood, there weren't a whole bunch of black engineers. So it wasn't a whole bunch of mentors I could go talk to and be like, hey, how do I get into this? Um, that so, helps you be successful. You know, yeah, because I mean, I think that, you know, that tied into my ambition. You know, it was like, okay, I don't see many people in my neighborhood that are doing this. So if I do it, then I can be that bridge builder or that trailblazer for those people that want to get into that and maybe don't have that opportunity to do that. And I think I also use my parents just, I mean, kind of just going like tying that back into what our conversation or side conversation earlier. You know, my parents came from very humble means. You know, I mean, we weren't poor by any, you know, stretch of the imagination, but we also weren't wealthy. But I saw them have to bear a lot of financial pressures to be able to push me. So for me, you know, what what pushed me towards the the level of success I enjoy right now is knowing like folks put all this effort and energy into me. So I need to be able to do just as much, if not more, to be able to say that when I have my kids and I have my family, they could look to me and say, well, dad didn't, dad didn't fuck around. You know, he was really taking the most of every opportunity. Um, he really didn't rest on his laurels and get complacent. That to me is one thing that, that's a pet peeve of mine. I, I don't like people who get complacent because it's like, you know, when it when is really good enough, good enough. There's always more you could do. True. You know, you True. you always, you, you have to look at, I think that for successful people, if you look at the habits of most successful people in our world, at least contemporaries, they're just obsessive yeah. about being very good not just okay but being very sort of good boundless ambition that you were talking about so yeah for me for me um i use negative negative reinforcement to pretty much like push me through in life and mm-hmm. to keep succeeding so like all the times when people say something you can't do or something you suck at or like something you're just not good at that shit used to like really really like hurt my feelings now i don't know like I can't function, hurt my feelings, but on some shit, like it was really on my mental for the rest of that day. Like uh, whatever mm-hmm. that might've been, you know what I'm saying? Say I shot a shot at the hoop and it's like, man, you can't shoot. That would really be mm-hmm. like them words, not much, but you know what I'm saying? Like those words would really be on my mental for the rest of the day. And I'm like, damn, bro. Like this, thing, sure, this person really like, don't think I can do this. I'm, I'm gonna prove you wrong. Like I started really- That's valid, like validation, like self-validation. Almost, yeah. And it's like I really got a I got a mm. satisfaction out of proving people wrong, and then mm. afterwards mm. it got to a point where, eventually that rolled over into a point where it was just like, I think I can do whatever I put my mind to, and so now, I know whatever I'm doing, I know I can do it as long as I put the time into it, you know, because, and that's what I you just feel like that makes you, you feel like that makes you dependent on the naysayers. No, nah, not at all, and that's what I'm saying. It rolled over into like my own self motivation. Like, I can negatively motivate myself at this point by just <laughs> by just kind of like so now but do you feel you can but, push yourself but i'll ask you this Ross. yeah because I'm, I'm you can give yourself that drive based off your own sort of 
yeah your own it's, it's like a it's kind of like it, it kind of formed this um this like pessimistic view of myself not like yeah. like nowhere no no by no means do i mean my confidence is low but a lot of yeah. times when i'm trying to do something and if i know i'm Ooh. honest with myself and i know i'm not That's good right. at it i'll talk shit to myself bro and be like you really ask bro you know what I'm saying? Like you need to put some more time into it, <laughs> and then I would do it for real. You know what I'm saying? And that's and then, such a that's such a fine line, bro. Yeah, it's so. It, yeah, I ain't know. I ain't never even thought that you that. I ain't to gonna motivate lie. yourself like that, that's it's such a fine line. That shit dangerous. Not dangerous, but that shit can like nonsense. That shit can easily turn into like damn. Not only from like self motivation, but to doubt. Like easy. especially when you especially when you do come short sometimes. Mm-hmm. For sure. But I think what kept me to always stay in a positive and never like kind of drop into like a depressive state with it mm-hmm. is the fact not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing, but like we all kind of unconsciously compare ourselves. Mm-hmm. And no matter when I do Ooh. talk shit about myself, I'm like, bro, you're not good at this. To keep me up, I can be like, I mean, I'm better than that nigga. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> that's not right uh, for real, but that's what keeps me out of the pressure state. That's what I said. Um, like I'm saying. Off the top, kind of, it kind of ties into what the furry and Ronto were saying together. So for me, failure. Um, anytime I've tried something and I feel like I failed at it or I didn't meet my expectations, it began to motivate me in terms of okay, why did you want to do this in the first place? Um, cause sometimes when I fail okay. at stuff, admittedly, or just being completely transparent, I'm like, damn, like, am I doing the right thing or I'm in the right field or I don't, pre- not even second guess, guess yourself? Just, it's more so like, I, I reflect, I do some self-reflecting. I'm like, okay, what, what do I need to do to make sure that I can do this successfully? Um, cause my main goal of getting into public health all hmm. tied all the way back to me when I was in 11th grade. And that's when I knew I wanted to do what I wanted to do. So up in, from 11th grade up until this very day anytime i meet any type of barrier or anything that's like preventing me from reaching the goals that i set for myself i'll sit back and be like okay bro why do you want why did you want to do this in the first place like who did you talk to about this who did you yeah who did yeah, you, you talk to about meeting these goals that you said you were going to meet back in 2011 and what are you going to do differently about it and that's what like inspires me to be like all right so you failed, you had a little setback, but guess what? Now you about to grind harder now. Cause what's for you is for you. And so what's meant you, to be is meant for me. Go ahead. So do you But do you think it's some would would you say that you think it's important to be able to pivot? You know, like so let's say that it's a situation where you really want something and the way that you're going about it, you feel is the right way to go about it. But just the circumstance isn't materializing the way that you want it to. Do you think a part of success is also knowing how to pivot? And being able to change a little bit of your trajectory, so maybe you can mm-hmm. get to that end point, but it might not Hell be the yeah. way necessarily right. you right. get to. Yeah, that goes. With that, but that that's part of my reassessment period, though. If I'm doing something, let's say if I want to, I wanted to be. I don't even. Know, I don't even think of an example. So yeah, that's part of the reassessment period. Like, if I feel like okay, I want to meet this goal, and the way that I've been doing it for the last couple months, couple weeks, or however long the period has been, and it's not working. Oh yeah, bro. We definitely about to pivot. We about to come up with a whole new scheme, and we about to get this joint how we need to get it. Yeah, if I need to detour and take an extra couple of positions, or I need to do a little extra work to get there and go a different route than what I originally thought I was going to be able to do, I'm gonna do the shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I only brought that up because I think that you know my dad told me you know his story about like he initially wanted to mm-hmm. he went into the air force he wanted to become like mm-hmm. an airframe mechanic. 
um, get like his licenses. And initially he really mm-hmm. wanted to work for Delta. And he was in Savannah working with a contracting company. Delta calls him. So he's driving up on the road to come up to Delta and he's really excited. So Delta wants to offer him the position, but they offer him the position at a lower rate than what he knew the market mm-hmm. was for his position. So during the interview, he asked the guy, he says, you know, is there any way that you can offer me anything higher? Because that's mm-hmm. not market competitive. And the recruiter basically looked at him and said, well, if the money's not good enough, right. you can leave. And at the time, my dad was trying to get back to Atlanta because that's where my mom was at. And this was kind of his opportunity, so to speak. So he had to ride all the way back to Savannah thinking like, damn, did I really just mess up right. all my plans? But it ended up being a situation where he went to Northwest. They were based out of Minnesota. Is after six months of working in Minnesota, he was able to get into the operation here in Atlanta. So I tell that story to say, I think this ties back to what success means to me. I think means to us in general, I think that success means you got to have that ability to be adaptable and understand that change is imminent in any goal that you have. And maybe the way that you envision success for yourself at that one point and that one time might change over the years because maybe circumstances change your skill set changes maybe the things you think you want to do because you learn more about the field because you're in it makes you have different perceptions of what success now looks like i think that you have to have a matter expansiveness in general as you get older older. yeah and that's a very important point for people to understand i feel like sometimes it can cause some unnecessary stress if you feel like you're not meeting the goals that you set when you were 16 Success doesn't yeah. have to be something that's static or something that's permanent. You can definitely, like Nam said, you can meet a an experience, whether it's positive or negative. So let's say you went to college saying you want to be a doctor. You got in bio one, okay one, and got a 55 in that motherfucker. It is okay. Boy. It is okay to switch, switch your major to political science or the English if that's you if that's what you want to do or that's where your passion takes you. So, oh, so yeah, so that's okay. That's one thousand percent okay. But just for me, for me yeah. personally, I definitely learn from my failures, reassess, and figure out how am I gonna how am I gonna move from here on out. But that's just me personally. Yeah, yeah Christian, go ahead. Six weeks, bro. Six weeks in the undergrad. Oh yeah, the dog go yet? He needs to on his success. I had some topic. I'd have two points I want to touch on later. Yeah, go ahead, Christian. What about you? Oh, what's up? Yeah, yeah, success. Yeah, what do you, yeah. Important. What would you, yeah. What would you, what would you success? Uh, me, I just, man, I was raised around some motherfuckers who grind, man. So I see them grind, and then I go out and work, and then I be like, nah, I ain't grinding hard as them. Or even if I'm competing with somebody, I'll be like, nah, this motherfucker can't have that drive like me. He ain't been where I've been. He ain't, this motherfucker not my mama. Mm. I ain't seen my mama grind. So until he come like that, he can't fuck with me. And that boosts that boosts my confidence. And I think I'll take that goal a step further because I think for me, the reason I'm the reason I'm where I'm at is because I, I'm gonna just keep it I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like I just wanna make my mother proud. Like oh no, no two chain shit. <laughs> I've always pushed myself so that I can put I can be in a position where my mom can look at me and, and be proud of what I'm doing, right? Where I'm at. And going back to uh, to undergrad, my mom's a, a microbiologist. She came out of undergrad, worked at Emory for a little while, got put on at the CDC. She's a microbiologist, one of the only black women in her department, bro. And so growing up, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be a virologist and, and do all of that. Nigga, 
I got the school. <laughs> I got the calculus one. Me too. I remember this. Me too. Dude. Chemistry. That nigga oh, came back to the room. It was like, oh, hell, motherfucker didn't know no parts of the cell. What? That nigga non came in that bitch. <laughs> I failed. I bro, and that, and that, shit, that shit weighed on me so heavy, bro, because I'm like, I don't even know how I could go back to my mom and tell her that I don't think I can do this. And then the one thing that, my mom's bro, straight up, straight up, straight up. And the one thing that changed the trajectory of my whole, like my whole outlook on success and my whole outlook on my career choices, sitting down with my mom and just being like, hey, mom, I don't know if I can do this. And then having my mom be like, look, son, you ain't got to. You, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I'ma still love you. I'ma still support you. I'ma still push you. Now you can't get out here on your ass, but as long as you motivate it and as long as you you're striving towards something where you can have some sort of output, then there's no way I could ever look on you and and be disappointed. That shit is That's crazy. Like, like, where do we even get that from, bro? It's never like I know it was never a point where maybe some people, but a point where our parents were like. Hey, if you don't do this, I'm gonna be so disappointed. We put that on ourselves, bro, especially as young it's men. Crazy. I feel like I feel like the reason goes. When does that happen, though? When do we do that? I feel like we see our nah, moms work so hard, bro, to bring us that. up, and we like we cannot let this be for nothing. You bro. definitely see you you. But one thing I think it comes from you see the sacrifices that your parents made for you, and you see they came from a place where it's like, damn. My mom was able to get it done. She came from a worse a worse spot than what I was. So I gotta, I mm. gotta. What, what's my excuse? Type shit. You put all this existential yeah. pressure on yourself. Like my nigga, moms was coming up where they was living on a food stamp. She didn't even get to go to college. She and she's able to oh, give God, me all. I mean, my nigga, how come? How the fuck can I not pass a calculus test? I had none of the pressure that my mom had, and I feel like that's where that shit comes from. Yeah. That's and I got my own, I got but my I, own but I think, and I have my own desire for success. But a lot of that is just entrenched in this idea that I, I gotta make some of myself. I gotta make my mom proud of who I am as a, as a, as a man, as a person. So, and that, that that's a big push. But for I think me. that, or it has but been. So, like, I think, and that, go ahead, Tiffer. And I think that kind of ties. Well, I was gonna say, I think that that ties into one of our other discussion points just about you know the people that we have around us like how important mm. is that like success people. like you know how 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 important is it to have people around you that motivate you to be successful because i think you know everybody says like you know you know birds that flock you know like birds of a flock Facts. flock together and stuff like that but i think but i think it's important to note like even in what we're talking about right now like our first circle of you know successful people in our lives are probably our parents or our moms our dads watching them sacrifice and do things so they all that's not true for everybody that's successful not not necessarily are you talking about us or even specifically yeah i'm saying i was i was talking about us specifically but you right i mean in general i think that everyone's family and their dynamic is different but i would say that you know do you guys feel like because ronte was saying that for himself is negative you know reinforcement like you know him telling himself that he needs to do better gets him to that level so do you say would you say that having people around you that push you to be successful is the best way to go about it or is it sometimes not having people that are going your same direction pushes you even harder to say well i gotta go after this because i ain't trying to be well, like these dudes over here bro, that's really a question you kind of answered that earlier with the parenting bro it's the same thing mm-hmm. it's a learning process you got to figure out what is your what is it that drives you and what motivates you like because it's some people bro like positive reinforcement positive reinforcement could make me complacent mm-hmm. 
hate to say it like mm. it can easily make me complacent mm-hmm. if i think i'm good at something then i'm gonna start working mm-hmm. on something else and shit you said i'm good mm-hmm. I, you know what i'm saying so piggybacking off you gotta learn piggybacking yourself on what Ronte said bro i don't know if this is a good idea or a good mindset to have bro but i hate being the smartest nigga in the room i like being able to constantly learn some shit so if i'm the smartest nigga in the room mm-hmm. and i'm looking around like my nigga what the fuck is y'all niggas feeding to me and that's how I feel when I'm with y'all niggas. I'm, when I'm with y'all, bro, I never feel like I'm the most knowledgeable or smartest nigga in the room. I feel like from each one of y'all, we keep each other on like our from toes. Each one of y'all, bro. From, <laughs> no matter what the topic is, whether it's some bullshit or whether it's some real shit, like I feel like each one of y'all have been in a position or a scenario that I've never been in before, and I can learn from the shit. So I, ne- I definitely want to. I definitely feel like your group that you keep around you is definitely a strong influence of how successful you may or may not be. Cause you around a whole bunch of niggas, all they do is motherfucking drink, smoke weed, talking about fucking hoes all the time, bro. My nigga, that's what yeah, that's what no you're hard to do. Now whether that's right or wrong, really you. But if I'm around, something, that it'll just make bad. you comfortable. It'll exactly. just make you comfortable exactly. in that setting. Cause I, you know what I think it. I really quoted, I, I spoke wrong earlier. I misspoke when I said we subconsciously, um, we we subconsciously compare ourselves. Really, I think I should have said we subconsciously mm-hmm. compete with people around us, whether that be like people that we literally have to compete with or people that we just cool with and we just subconsciously do it. You know what I'm saying? Like all of us in our group, we constantly like that's why we get in so many arguments and shit. We always mm-hmm. compete with shit that don't even don't matter. Don't to the win an argument, and we always, bro, we hate and don't to get a dollar. Dumb. We hate to oh feel my dumb. I'll be ready. Exactly. I'll be ready to leave the group. Everybody, exactly. <laughs> God. Hey, so this is another question I had. I didn't, I didn't send this in the chat, but it was just something I was thinking about on this off of the side. And why do y'all feel like this notion of success weighs so heavy on our generation? Because uh, I think that our generation has to fight more stereotypes about us not working hard, us thinking that everything's given to us, and that basically generations before us had to work harder. When in all actuality, I- it's never been it's never been cool for you to be a broke ass nigga. I don't think at at any point in history has it been cool for you to be, you know, broke or unsuccessful. But yeah. I think our generation we well, really demonize. Yeah, we really demonize somebody who just comfortable with 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 not doing shit. Social media, like, bro. And that's why it makes it so hard for somebody. Somebody has to consciously make an effort to to not do shit with themselves. If they, if, I mean, cause somebody gonna speak on it or somebody gonna call you out about it. Uh, right. I think cause uh, what at first that he oh, thinks because um, let me back in. Uh, I can't remember. I think he's, yeah, we can hear you, bro. I can't remember exactly what Fur was saying, but if he, if it wasn't social media as your 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 main point, I, I'm a I'm a disagree and say I think it's social media. What did you, what did you say, Fur? Yeah, I can't uh, remember exactly. I mean, I was saying that I think that we're our generation is you know kind of trying to shake that whole reputation of millennials oh, and the yeah, and yeah, the fact yeah. that millennials oh, okay, have okay. life you know a lot easier than other generations did. All right, and so. I'll, I'll disagree with that it's because to be honest that shit don't affect me at all bro I don't yeah, I hear old heads say all this I don't give a fuck bro mm-hmm. I think what really makes us all feel like social we have to be successful yep. with social media bro because all you do bro we use social media every single day so you're consciously you're subconsciously putting this feeding your brain this material right and when you get on social media what do you see bro 
You see flexing. You see people with money, more money than you, look better than you, better bodies than you, doing that's, living, doing more things with their life than you. What it, what it, what, that's what we perceive. Not saying it's all true, but I'm saying, you know, like that's what you perceive and what you're telling your brain subconsciously. Like, the brain's like, damn, nigga, like, you ain't got that. You ain't got this. You ain't got that. You're not successful. But do you, you but do you, yeah, that doesn't always equate to somebody going out there and say, okay, let me let me get out here and go. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, because I feel like, you know, some people look at the finished product and don't see like all the work that went behind that person being able to do that or even being able to understand that that person ain't that level yet. That car is leased or that that, yeah. that body's plastic yeah. surgery. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. flicks you know what I'm saying? That. Yeah, I mean, so, so to me, I think that you're right, Ronte, in the sense that social media does contribute to it, but I feel like. Yeah, we, we fall, we fall victim, victim to, to this belief that success happens overnight, but it's not. But in our actuality, it's incremental. Sometimes you fall backwards to go forwards. You know what I'm saying? But we always, mm-hmm. I think, because social media kind of streamlined that, that you know, we don't see people's failures. We only see people's successes. High it makes it, it. It's like yeah. I mean, it it, it makes it makes mm-hmm. life very fabricated. It doesn't make life really you know realistic like you don't see that person that they got into that that med school but they got declined the seven others that were on that same list you know what i'm saying you just see the one that they got exactly into. and you and that's what i'm saying you're feeding your brain this false this false message of what success is bro yeah but you because we don't see the failures that's well, why like, that's why you like... see a lot of these celebrities starting to drop documentaries and like really speak out on it i think Hell kevin hart yeah. got something going on uh what did Kevin Hart do? Oh shit, his damn movie or whatever his documentary is. Bro. I haven't even watched it yet. I, I just know shit. after it released, people was dogging Kevin Hart, talking about this nigga's a terrible dude. I never knew he was such a bad guy, bro. Kevin Hart, I think he literally did that for people like us or uh, that are like questioning their own success because of the failures they're having. Like, I think Kevin Hart sent that out like. I'm going to let y'all eat me up because I made it in life. You know what I'm saying? I feel really successful. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what y'all think about me, I'm happy with where I am. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put this out so y'all know I'm not perfect. And if you ever thought I was, now you know. I you even know. rock with the last dance that Jordan did. Like right. the like where they were going through, right. like explaining like how they went through that first three-peat. And then they were going for the second three-peat and how hard that joint was to like really how hard it was to know that their team was going to break up. Oh hey, sorry. Throw, oh, throw oh, spoilers. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, hey, nah, but I think I think that's what success is, bro. What do you leave behind that's gonna shift the culture? What do you leave behind that's gonna change the way people think? You know. And truly, that's what I think. True success, like, is truly about. Like, if we the takeaway, I know I said what I said at the beginning, but that's really just because yeah. of the country we're in, for real. But like, it's if, about if money and stuff wasn't you know in the picture like it's all about impact and touching people bro whether that's through touching people financially touching people through inspiration whatever bro like, i think if you leave this earth without giving back to somebody you failed like, that's a fact, that's a fact. gotta touch gotta te- teach and touch somebody's life shit, make that shit for the better shit bro okay so we went we, and touched everything one of the questions that I, I was gonna ask was Hey, you mind if I jump in real quick? Because I did, uh, I just wanted to say this for the audience. Um, from earlier when uh, I think it was Furry was talking about adapting to life and stuff like that. I just wanted to say like, that shit is crucial, bro. Mm-hmm. That people learn how to adapt and pivot because shit goes wrong in life all the time. But a lot of times when stuff go wrong, bro, you can flip that into a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
And I mean, these are my bros, so these niggas know what I've been through. I didn't experience that myself personally. Right. Literally, full of blessings, you know, a curse to a I blessing. So, yes, sir. Um, I think that's hella important for everybody to just keep in mind through whatever failures, or whatever struggles in life. I mean, in the end, and there was, yeah. Yeah, this might be our opportunity to have some impact on somebody. For everybody that's listening, man, no matter where you are in your pursuit of success, just know that as long as you keep grinding, bro, as long as you stay on track, as long as you keep people around you who are going to support you and push you and get rid of the people who are doing the opposite, you can't lose. Can't lose. Yeah, man, that's a shit. If you ever want to reach out to any of us, man, anything that we can teach you, any not any piece of information, any nuggets we can drop on you. It'd be our pleasure to do that for you. So, I mean, just know it's always somebody there that you can reach out to. That's I actually just tweeted something today because it was on my mind. I was like, man, I ain't never seen somebody commit to something for a year and fail at it. Yeah, bros. Because um, I, I thought about it because uh, this girl I follow on Instagram, she she was. I remember a year ago, bro, when she had first started working out. And I ain't gonna make it too long winded, but it's her. There's a nigga I know. I don't want to name drop a number, but there's a nigga I know that's trading and forex, and mm. pretty much just them two. Like I remember when they first started, like they wasn't really getting, it wasn't really much support. You know what I'm saying? And this was a time when he for the nigga doesn't forex. That's back when people was dogging forex, talking about it's a scam and all of this. He stuck true to that, bro. And that nigga is balling in life. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him. And then. The female that started working out, where she was like, kind of all over the place with her life. For real, like she wasn't really doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. working these little just random dead end jobs for real. And then next thing you know, she started working out. And I remember when I first seen it myself, I looked and I was like, what the hell, is she working out now? Like this, I was like, I was like, this motherfucker just all over the place. Like now she wanna, she fit, she a fitness trainer now. I'm like, whatever, bro. And then next thing you know, here we go. A year later, she posts showing her uh, progression from a year to now. And it's just like, damn, like she didn't commit it to that for a year. Mm-hmm. And now she got like a whole following, bro. Like a whole little business, got a gym. Shit, shit blew That's up. Sure. And she just committed you to it. Got to be consistently persistent. dedication. That shit crucial. And you got to be able to see yourself in that in, at that end circle, bro. That's going to that's gonna keep you motivated to get in there. Not losing sight of what you're doing it for. Yeah, that's a fact. So we're gonna do this, and we're gonna finish up. And this is something we probably gonna start doing a little bit more before each episode. Uh, but we took to our social media today and asked a couple questions relative to the topic we're on tonight. And I just wanted to take a chance to read some of the responses that we got. And I'm gonna shout some of y'all out, man. If y'all don't like me doing this, my bad. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna shout y'all out just because uh, I want our listeners to know that we got people. We got people out there <laughs> who actually care what we're talking about. Yeah, no and y'all make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm going to put the links in the description of the show when I drop this episode. But uh, we went on Twitter and we asked our followers, what are some of the things you personally have to have in order to consider yourself successful? And we had a, we had actually a, a good amount of people on Twitter reach out. And so I'm going to read a couple of those off. And oh, Monte, yeah. if you want, if you want there, you can read some too. I'm gonna read the ones that I thought were interesting. Uh, my homeboy Caleb Brown, but that's actually my DP, my D. So the case I uh, at Caleb's under at Caleb's underscore canvas. He said self mastery. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. That goes to what we were saying earlier in terms of 
being able to because mastery or mastering a topic or skill or whatever is all about your perspective so for example caleb paints and he draws makes painting good artwork check my boy out um if he feel like I just purchased something from him too listen yeah exactly shout out my boy I'm trying, right. I'm trying to get a little piece too but anyways yeah for a fact but yeah that bag <laughs> but it's worth it though quality, me. quality. <laughs> but no like it's all per- about perspective so if Caleb set a, a goal for him to himself where this is what I feel like mastery looks like or this is what I feel like excelling in my mm-hmm. field looks like whether it's nursing public health political science uh, law whatever pharmacy school whatever if I feel like this is the goal I want to reach, which I said that is mastery, and that's it, you you achieve that goal. So I definitely feel like that's a good indicator of success for sure. I agree with that. And that's so interesting, bro, because there are some people who pursue careers just for the. That's bad. a fact. There are people. There are people who mm-hmm. pursue careers in medicine, mm-hmm. in, in law, and you know, in mechanics. And you and ask finance, them why they do it, and they just, say because they pay good. Just for the pursuit yep. of the bag and be miserable. Them folks miserable. Mm-hmm. Them the same so ones that be. Yeah. Them the same ones that be at work talking about. You'd be like, yo, what's good? And be like, shit, you know, bro, living the dream. Yeah, just another, just another day. <laughs> That's them people right now. <laughs> just another day. That's them people right there. Just another day. Miserable as fuck. Nigga be trying oh, to bring you down. Damn, nigga. On me. <laughs> and so basically, I when I when I hear self-mastery, I'm thinking of you just reaching the fullest extent of your perceived exactly. potential. And that in and of itself is gonna push you to be the best version of yourself if you exactly. think about it. And just imagine the sort of the satisfaction you're gonna get when you can sit down and be like, "Hey, shit, I'm the best version of myself that I could have possibly been." Like that to me is crazy to even. Think and it about, also bro. it also goes to Ronte's point of outdoing yourself. So let, using Caleb as the yeah. example, let's say he makes a drawing or a painting, he's like, "Damn, I really, you know what I mean, I really did my shit on this one." So the next one, in terms of self mastery, the next one, like, "Yeah, bro, I know I killed this future one." This Jordan one I'm about to paint, I gotta make that shit better than this last one. So that's just gonna now that you speak on it, bro. I think I actually, I think Caleb actually did something like that too, bro. Where he posted, he repainted a picture that he he painted before, and he was like, "This is the one I drew. I drew this in just say 2017, whatever." And then he's like, "I just drew this one today in 2019." That's the difference was crazy. crazy. And I remember when he drew the first one, I thought that shit was exactly so. Now you're looking at a little sideways. Right. Wait a minute. Nah, that's a yeah, fire. That's, that's a fire. Um, but that's his idea of definition. success. And that's, yeah. That's right. A, and that's just not related to money at all. At all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, shit. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick one more. Rato, if you want one. If you want to get one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Zoe. Shout out, so Zoe. Zoe from Murder. Shout out, Zoe. Zola May on Twitter, man. She, uh, her response was, her response was, the ability to help everyone that comes after me so she elaborated on that early later pretty much saying that she means she's saying she wants generational wealth and black empowerment we are each other's business that's what she said mm, like that. so that she's pretty much just trying to of course take care of her family financially which is what i would like to do as well generational wealth but she's also you talking about us. empowering the black people and just furthering us as a whole as a whole community i like that it's real as fuck. Do y'all feel a certain responsibility for the black community? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, and I think we touched on that the last time we were on the Ahmad Aubrey episode. But you know, as a community, we really we have the responsibility to elevate each other as well as our you know our everyone who is outside of just our family structure. We gotta empower everyone. So like, right. you know, I think that that comes more than just you know buying from black businesses and doing other stuff like that. It's about setting an example. 
so that when kids open history books or they look at you know pop culture they can see more black faces out there yeah representation because i mean i know it's the most corny or common example that someone could say but i mean everybody said like man when when will ever have a black president and then barack obama did it so think about how many senators and how many aldermen Mm -hmm. and how many other people in the political process now look at being president as an attainable thing you know what i'm saying so so i think representation um as well as generational wealth is something that's important That's real. I'll tell you, you want to get one more. Or you think we straight? Um, what was another one? Sim did one or two, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he did. I think his was. Yeah. It was pretty much in the same ballpark. I'm trying to remember. Oh, he said uh, something about yeah, multiple sustainable with multiple sources of income. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, Paula said something along the same line. Shout out to Paula LGB. Mm, shout out Paula uh, in high school. Apollarine underscore OG. She said, com- uh, "Complete independence and numerous streams of income." That yeah. idea that you got that money that makes money without you, you know. Yeah, that's what Fur was talking about earlier. Talking about yeah. money, enough money to where you can ditch what well, you need to do and just start doing what you want to do. I feel like we stress this notion of success not being just solely related to finance. But it's hard, but it's the country, bro. Let's be real, bro. Well, I think that her response was also real interesting because she said, well, the complete independence is relating to how I am emotionally. I want to be able to not use situations as a crutch for my behavior at times, if that makes sense. And I think that that's, I think that goes back to Caleb's thing about self-mastery. Like, if you know that part of what stresses you out is not knowing that you don't have money to cover like big expenses or knowing that you need to be paying your credit card debt down because you need to increase your credit score but every time you go out you swipe in that card for something like i think that's mastering your emotions so that you can achieve the goals that you want to achieve so i think that not allowing your behavior to run how you do things when you know that those habits are not going to help you be successful i think that that's also a key part of it, as well as like what Ronte and me were saying was about being adaptable, being able to change. And that's key too. Yeah. Now, that, you know, that financial freedom that you talked about, that's still very important. People out here investing, people out here buying and investing or owning property, you know, putting your money into those avenues where you can secure something that can have long-term value and secure long-term wealth for you and your family. That shit, that's mm-hmm. stupid important, mm-hmm. bro. And so I'm not going to minimize that at all. Like, yeah, we, we need to be out here making smart purchases, saving our money, being sure that we can get ourselves to a point where we're not dependent on anybody to provide for us in, in terms of, you know, resources or, you know, you know, financial material, whatever you want to call it. When uh, when Sim when Sim mentioned being uh, self sustainable was the word he used. Uh, I think somebody asked him. So uh, are you saying that uh, you'll be successful as long as you're not dependent on someone else to live comfortably? And uh, he said, "It's a personal goal of mine." So uh, he's currently in the process to make sure that that happens. Right. So, especially for us listeners out here who are still in school and who are not completely dependent just yet. Independent. Uh, Yeah, completely independent just yet. I'm sure there are a lot of people who feel like once they're out of school and once they got a job, 
and you know they're no longer depending on anybody to to live comfortably whatever your definition of comfortable is then you have achieved some level of success yeah now i don't know if that means you can say that you're successful but you have to some degree achieved a level of success and i so i this probably be a good way to kind of close it out is i i think um the best way to kind of put it and to understand the money thing is money does not mean you are successful Mm -hmm. but it is Mm -hmm. a facet of the success because in this country whatever you do and whatever you excel at like the money kind of just comes along with it it'll it'll uh, yield capital for sure yeah and then like so to i guess to argue the point of anybody that thinks the money is what equates to success if money were success then drake would stop making music today <laughs> or a long time ago right. yeah right. <laughs> yeah niggas got or any rich person in general would right. stop what they were doing once any they rich person in general yeah. bro. so any rich person in general if money was success yeah. everybody that's rich is now just done with their life yeah. like they can go ahead and just die off and, and, that's, and they good. would tell you that's, that's not, not the, the case. case at all correct that's a fact true but it's always gonna be money out there for you to get <laughs> so you can always get exactly money I don't, fact, think a, I don't think there's a dollar exactly. amount that I can say I would be That's Monte's <laughs> point, bro. The fact that I don't you think can there's constantly a dollar make more. That I could be satisfied that's with, yeah. point, the fact that you can constantly make more. Like, there's millions out here. There's, there's millionaires out here that are still doing what they're doing that made them successful in the first place. First place lets you know that money wasn't the only indicator in which they deemed their success. It was also, I want to have the number one business or I want to be able to service the maximum amount of people in the world that I possibly can. So there's Fast. other facets and other indicators and other characteristics that goes into to being successful. It's just that money is one of those things for a lot of people, not everyone, but for a lot of people that they would use as a parameter in terms of I'm successful now because I don't depend on anyone else to pay my bill, to help me in an emergency, whatever, whatever. But the shit is not, it's not a motherfucking copy and paste ass list that you can apply. You're not successful until that's not, that's not a thing. So don't put that pressure on yourself, you know? And I think that one thing that we were just trying to challenge people to do in terms of when you go back and you sort of try to define what success means for you is to sort of look beyond just financial gain or, you know, material gain and find some sort of self self-fulfillment right. in your idea of what success is. That's the only thing we were challenging. Ooh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but also we're challenging the listeners to do that. that. Yeah. Yeah, bro, so... Another good session in the books, man. Uh, <laughs> that needs to be. Episode seven, man. Two more. Coming up on the end of it. We got two more. And then after that, uh, we out of here until season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start doing a lot, whole lot more engagement with the, with the with our listeners in the next couple of days. Um, we want to finish this, this season out with some good streams uh, before we can go back in and, and start with the, the second season. So... We're going to be taking the social media and just trying to get more people to tune in. Uh, we got this one project we're working on now where we're going to reach out to listeners, get them to send us sound bites. And then we're going to create clips with a bunch of compilations from from our listeners just so everybody can hear what everybody else is thinking about saying about the show. Oh, I know y'all are interested. Yeah, I know everybody else is interested in, in hearing what, what, what everybody else thinks about the show, <laughs> if that makes sense. So we're going to make sure we get that for y'all. And we're going to drop those on our social media as well hey man yeah, we dude. need some guests we're looking at you know having some guests sometimes so oh, just yeah reach season out. two gonna get real 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 right mm-hmm. so we're gonna drop that on uh, that set list 
pretty soon too so y'all know what's coming uh and then we also got the bonus episodes that we're gonna start dropping uh, more frequently especially in between the season and that's just gonna be stuff that's you know relative to what's going on in the world at that moment and y'all know it's been whew, it's been a busy couple weeks busy boy, day. Boy. Busy don't day. even mention today don't mention you get on twitter today Shit, it's a lot crazy. of stuff going on out there they didn't kill Cop just killed another nigga today. Today, today bro. How many is that since 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 the last yeah, episode? Like I said, man. Shit. Y'all saw uh, y'all saw yeah. old girl in the park <laughs> with the dog. They, that bitch lost her uh, job. No. That shit, shit like that be making me so happy. <laughs> but I feel like, but I feel like, but I feel like social media is probably the only place girl, where if you have, if you don't know or you think that white privilege is not a real phenomenon and a thing, like sit on, sit on social media for about ten minutes. Nigga. Yes. There's no disputing that bro, shit. No you do hear her no voice. She was, cr- she, you can hear her voice cracking, bro. When she's talking, stop recording me. Like you can, right. you know how you, your heart start racing. You like shortness of breath, bro. You would have thought that bitch was going through a traumatic. Oh, it is because like this niggas because they don't get the bro. chance to control that so narrative, easy. bro. They don't and get to control so the narrative, nice. and that's and that's that joint that they don't like. <laughs> That shit wild. Right. That shit, wild. yeah, that's gonna be the stuff that we're gonna be touching on in these business episodes. So, man, like we say every episode, we love y'all, bro. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. If you don't do nothing else, bro, share an episode with somebody that you fuck with, and then have them reach back out to us and tell us what we what they thought about it. Um, again, we love y'all, bro. It's no question podcast where all we do is answer. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.